0: yes team i hope that you're well so today we have our first guest onto the podcast we have mike mike is one of my very good friends and also as well one of my very good clients so he is over the last few years and yeah i'm really really excited um you're gonna you're gonna get an insight to an absolute savage so you are and there's gonna be a lot that you're gonna be able to take away um to give i suppose like it's kind of hard for me to sort of summarise Mike because there's so much. Uh, Mike, he's a black belt. He's um, competed. He's got an absolutely savage shape. Um, he runs a very successful business. Um, so he does. Uh, you might hear me refer to King of Jersey in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, because he's uh, one of the leading coaches in Jersey. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get stuck in. We're just going to shoot from where we feel. And I'm sure you're going to get some stories. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of insights just to how he operates and things. So, yeah. So Mike, I suppose, tell the the guys a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, an introduction that was, cheers Ben. Um, so yeah, I am a coach, um, from Jersey. I am BJJ Blackbelt, uh, under your guidance, competed in natural bodybuilding, um, and yes, uh, I've been coaching now for a few years, focus on uh, business leaders now, train a lot of BJJ athletes and things
0: like that. And yeah, a few years. <laughs> <laughs> You're discounting yourself about two decades there, mate. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You are the OG. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit more than a few years. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so I suppose like, Tell the guys a little bit about like when you started the Academy, like, why did you start it? Like, why did you want to come on board?
1: So I remember when, uh, we first chatted about it. And at that point I was like a a lot of lads, uh, I thought I knew how to train. Um, I was already training a lot of martial arts and I'd been training in the gym for years, but never really had that accountability of, of, um, having someone there to be able to push me to the next level. We had a chat about it. Uh, and you asked me things about kind of where I wanted to get to what my goals were and, and it was through that chat really with yourself and just kind of having a structure and knowing that I'd have someone there to support who wanted to push me towards the goals that I wanted as well. That made me go, right okay, I'm going to do this because up until that point, I've never, never considered coaching
0: really even though being a coach myself what did accountability look like for you because like you've been training for 15 years or so like what did what did what did accountability what was the difference between you doing things because you it's not motivation it's not an aspect of like you're not absolute savage it's like what how did it help you like what was the difference for you i think
1: having that knowing that I had someone there in my corner or potentially having someone there in my corner who would understand my goals or would push me beyond what I thought in that, you know, like I was capable of or, or where I would set my limits. So I just remember on our first chat where you're going, you could do this, you could do that, you could do that. I was like, really? You know, and, and then that just gave me that kind that inspired me to like, okay, right, this is, this is good. I'm going to have someone in my corner here who's going to Uh, Forced me to level up um, and 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 chase these things rather than just going on autopilot. And and like you said, I've I've done. I was satisfied with what I was doing. You know, I I was um, training martial arts at a decent level. Thought I was training in the gym at a decent level, and I had you know people around me, you know, asking for advice, looking up to me. So I thought that I was doing. I was pushing myself to, or to where I needed to be pushed to. And then you kind of helped me realize that there was a, there was another level to get to, and that if I was to be accountable to someone that I could, you know, push my potential beyond what, what I was currently doing.
0: I think that's a great point because I think like that, and you probably hear me say it to you is like, how do we pull out the 1%? It's like, how can you pull out? And all those 1% when you do it, when you've got someone looking over you, it just it really just gets you. Those one percent. It just, it's just insane. They amount they add up. I suppose, like, because it was quite new to you from a fitness perspective. Talk. Tell me a little bit about your fighting background. How did coaches get the back the best out of you and your fighting background? What did they do? How did they? Because obviously you're the one doing the training and things. But how did they really push you? Because I know I've met your I've met um uh. Uh Adi, Adi, uh, So how, like from your fighting background, how did they get the best out of you? So that's
1: a, that's a great question because it's quite a different dynamic with, with fighting, uh, and, and with jitsu and MMA and things like that. And I was actually having this discussion recently about, for example, when I was, uh, preparing for competition, preparing for fights and different people preparing different ways. Uh some people you need to stay calm with them, some people it needs to be an aggressive approach, but it's it's like a case by case basis. And Miro, who's my coach, figured with me, for example, I was telling that funny story about before the times I would compete, he would have to destroy me in the warm up room. Just mm. ring just to bring that dog out of me, you know? Um Whereas some people can just go straight onto the mats and they're ready to go, I had to be absolutely exhausted and ready to get into my second wind. And the reason I say that is is because when I started working with you, you know, you were able to see kind of what what made me tick, and you were right. Okay, these are the goals that I think you could do. What do you think? And and that's something that I realised early on with you. you, And we we joke about it a lot. Is that you're always asking questions like, why do you why do you think that? what can we bring out of you what can we where, where can we push this to what do you think about it and then that gets me to think. oh okay right we could push this to uh you know to uh, a bodybuilding you know a bodybuilding stage or to a photo shoot or to uh you know big lifts the half marathon whatever it is you know the goals have evolved over time right um but With the, with the going back to the martial arts, it's kind of, um, seeing where, you know, seeing where I perform best or seeing where, you know, uh, you know, clients perform best and then just seeing how, how's best to approach them. You know, sometimes you have to go in hard. Sometimes it needs to be more gentle. It it depends.
0: And like when you came on board, what was it that started the shift from a training perspective? Because I remember our first session in Belfast. <laughs> yes, I remember in London too. where uh, <laughs> we all snuck in. Oh, oh that man. was amazing! Yeah. yeah, I'll let you tell the listeners. Like what? Uh, I live the pure
1: gym. Yes, the pure gym. So there was there was four of us right that went training. And uh, what time? I think we all decided to go training at about nine, 10 o'clock at night. And um, tell us how we got into the gym. <laughs> yeah so so we i think we had been at the the event that day had we at an an event and um we got into the gym and i think just one of the lads maybe tony was a member or you know Date was a member but only one and the, the other three of us couldn't get in so we came up with the uh ingenious idea of all trying to cram into the turnstile that's built for one person <laughs> four of us None of us were small lads. (laughs) Four big lads trying to do this. (laughs) And we pretty much got stuck, didn't we? We were trying to film ourselves going to this. We're just cramming in. Absolutely. I know. And I'm surprised we didn't break the thing. (laughs) (laughs) And we all just tumbled out the other side. We're all giggling like kids, you know. But that was really funny. And then we got a great session in there. And I remember you took us through the the session, um, coached us all through that which was great fun and just some real good tips that I know for me, I hadn't had before. You know, I remember us doing the long, long rope tricep push downs and a couple of other little bits that I hadn't even seen before. And like you said, I've, I've trained for a lot of years. <clears throat> thought I, I knew a lot, thought I knew it all, like a lot of, a lot of lads. And for me, that was really, I really enjoyed experiencing that new kind of coaching perspective. Now, mm. um, so, and the same thing happened in Belfast. I remember coming over, uh, I think I was staying with you at the time and we went to, what was the name of the gym? Uh, Jimco. Jimco.
0: And you, you took us as well at the end of the drop-in sessions. You took us through the bicep. Master. Oh yes. Yeah. The bicep master <laughs> class. Yeah. Haven't, and... Mike has the biggest biceps out there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we did it. Yeah. We did the biceps at the end and we, um. So, yeah, I can't remember if that was on the same day or another day. Cause I think the day that I trained with you, mate, you Deluxe. just, you just destroyed me, you yeah. <laughs> just destroyed me, you know, and coming to the end of the leg press or thinking what, what I thought was the end of the leg press set, you're like, no, we just, we just started. <laughs> <laughs> Arnie is like, oh, he's like, I know when it starts to get so <laughs> Exactly. You're like strap in now, mate. And, uh, yeah, I remember hobbling back, hobbling back to the changing rooms. And that's when we took our first progress for us. I think Do you remember that so to the first progress photos and i thought then. i just looking back on it now it's funny i thought then i'm in good shape
0: and you were like most guys would like yeah look like that but it wasn't like like if you see the the after where you created (laughs) it
1: actually yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah it's just like night and day and i remember at the time thinking yeah i look good in these photos and then when you compare them i'm like Wow, what
0: a yeah. difference! There was one, I it was around Christmas a year later, and you were just jacked. It was the same sort of photo, but you were just like, it was just crazy the amount of size. And I remember Arnold Ar- Molly. He actually said the other day that he saw that photo. He he's <laughs> like, <laughs> he'd seen everything, but he's like, I saw Mike's photo, and I was like, I want pack on muscle and motivating me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it was it was great just kind of looking back on that and and the growth and just the structure that i got from the academy you know and pushing and and that particular training session as well thinking i I, up until that point i thought i trained hard you know and and i had that kind of old school mindset of just really you know i thought i was pushing myself and i just remember the 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 thing that sticks out was that leg press when i was just ready to i was ready to quit and you're like no Oh, anyway, we've got sets to go, you know, and, uh, and it, but it was good, you know, painful at the time, but it's, that's what got those results, you and know, under the pin kit. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I suppose for the listeners, like the thing I want to share is like Mike is he, he like, he's been in incredible shape before the economy. He is in incredible shape, but it was like the things that took him to another level was optimizing the plan. Like we said about, that was one of the things that you were sort of taken back by in London. Cause it's like, when you're training by yourself, you usually go toward your own preferences. And it's like, when you have a new angle or something different, or like you should try a technique like this, like two people can do the same exercise, but if you tweak it, you can change the outcome from that exercise. That, and then also as well, like even I used to go um, over to Nottingham and I used to get absolutely battered from my coach, But it took that one session where yes, Like I knew that adrenaline, I knew I couldn't train like that 52 weeks of the year, but I knew by just going to that place, it was enough to help me realize that when I'm in my home gym, when I'm training by myself, that it can just push you that extra few reps. And it's those like, it's those things like, especially for you where you're at, like training for so many years, it's that like little one percentage, little one reps, little one percentages, you need and you need to force that adaptation. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like you, am sure you see all the time your fans and stuff. You see guys train three, four, five, six years and they're just they look the same year on year or they're in the same position or lifting the same weights. Um, yeah, like, well, what would you say to that? Because obviously, like, the last sort of three years we've probably made more progress in the last three years and you probably made. Wait, I've said that, yeah, and also training. Yeah. What would you say to that? Like, guys that are maybe like plateauing or like, what, well, yeah, what's your experience? What advice would you give? like I think the the
1: biggest thing for me was, and this is me personally, but I think it, it will help a lot of guys is being able to park the ego mm. and just go, right, get, get a new perspective, um, and, and just lean into it and listen. So I remember signing up with you as I was like, right, I'm, I'm now handing the reins over to Ben and that was, <clears throat> that was like a win in itself for me, you know, because that was teaching me that I was able to, um release control a little bit, and I always realized that that was a struggle of mine as being a bit of a control freak and, and staying in my comfort zone and things. And I think as well, just asking questions and going back to what you said before about the martial arts, though like you kept reminding me that I had that mindset and in the gym, because I got comfortable in the gym, I'd forget that I would go through all these like brutal training camps and things like that, where I'd put myself in the hurt locker, but I wasn't doing it in the, in the gym. I think once you dragged that out on me and you reminded me of things like that, and I was able to kind of push to that next level and get those results um so yeah, I think with guys that and I had a really good perspective actually recently um where it said where someone said to me he said exactly as you said there like guys might five six years they might train in the gym but not really see much progress. And it's not actually five or six years progress, it's the same year they've done five or six times. Right. So they've just done this glove state using is great perspective, isn't it? I think so many guys do that. And it's because they're stuck in their comfort zone, oh, okay, I'm gonna go in the gym, it's chest day or it's whatever, I'm gonna do the exercises that I like. And I remember they kinda of going back to that that London um gym session. You know, I'd never done spider curls before. Yeah. You know, and you know, you teaching me what those were, and just knowing, oh, there's 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 actually a lot of stuff out there that I haven't done before that I can get results from. Um, so so that that was a big thing for me. Do
0: you know what? Like, you see, as you say that, that lights a little bit up me because what I hear is like you get someone that's like a guy in the twenties or thirties, and they're saying, oh, what? Are you ask them, you're talking back and forth. What are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm doing the 10 case test. You're not fucking Susie Sally, 60 <laughs> years old, doing a 10 case test. It's like you can first do a new yeah so and it's like for you like it might have been novelty of a new exercise a new response a new stimulus to really hit the muscle but it's like it's that that that's an exceptional point like you're just doing the same year five six times whereas like what are you actually doing differently what are you doing on a level ahead what are you doing that's, uh higher like you hear me say run today's race all the times. like what are you doing that's taken up And a notch yeah yeah that's so good no, it's, it's great. And,
1: and I think you, when you speak to me about my kind of, and, and over time you've spoken to me about my martial arts, dual work or whatever, like different perspectives that I have that kind of a, a kind of commonplace for me that I don't think around anything different. And you're like, it is different. A hundred percent. Get yourself in that mindset, you know? And then I remember telling you, I don't know if you remember like a funny story about when I was preparing for a fight. And I had all the lads in my gym, just for whatever reason, I was the only one preparing for a fight. A few of their fights had fallen through. So they just beat the hell out of me for the whole training camp. And I, and I'd almost kind of part that in my head. And then you were reminding me again, that's the, that's the, that's the attitude that you need when you're going into the gym, when you're pushing for new progress, you know, remember that Mike, not the Mike who just goes in and goes through the end. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I have been through that. I have done that. I know it's there. And that's where I would say for people like to have someone in your corner, to have someone holding you to that level of accountability and reminding you not only what your goals are, but also what you're capable of. And, you know, um, that, you know, you you
0: have to, you can drag it out of yourself. You've heard me sit on the huddle. Um, but it's, by the way, the huddles are a team call every Tuesday, but it's like, know what you bring to the table. Like when you bring a lot to the table, so sometimes it's even just, by the way, you've done X, Y, and Z, like, yes. this is like, yeah, forget this, like, don't get me wrong. It's good to go in, like, uh, um, to a new day as a beginner and stuff, but at the same time as well, like how much, more strength are you going to go into tasks if you know, right? I've done X, Y, and Z. Yeah, no, it's so true.
1: And sometimes, yeah, on the huddle, you'll hear people talking about, you know, whether they're running marathons or whether they've done judo or whether they've, you know, whatever it is and. They're probably thinking, oh, it's, it's because they've done it for a while. They don't think it's anything special, but I'll be listening going, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think what's great with you is that you're reminding people, that that's awesome. That's a skill. Yeah. You know, that's the mindset that you want to, you know, that you want to bring to the table with your training. You know,
0: how do we push this further? One thing I really want to unpack because Mike has an incredible level of discipline. And especially where I've seen that most heightened was the bodybuilding ship. Like you were just relentless, like absolutely relentless in the focus. Like so Mike came on board and Mike, like at the start, we wanted we really sort of built up like lower body, we really built up intensity, we really just it was kinda I sort of said to him like I want you to see this as a beginning phase and just like a recall reached recomp, redevelopment of his physique. But then once we'd done that, packed on all the size, we said, right, natural bodybuilding show, let's go. And that moment that you started prep, and we probably, from my side, probably let you maybe go a bit heavier than what we would have So we were, we did have a tight time frame. Mm. How did you like stay disciplined? How did you stay locked in? How did you not go for like? How did you not skip corners? How like? What can we learn for you today in regards to just, stick fucking, <laughs> because you've done it today. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I remember, I think locking in, I think that was part of the, that was part of the motivation to get locked in was the, the fact that I'd, you know, I'd got a little bit sloppy towards the end of, I'm not sloppy, but I'd got a little, maybe a little bit, uh, lackadaisical towards the end of the, the gaining phase. I was like, okay, right. We've now got 16 weeks. I think it was, I can't remember 16 weeks to get locked into this. I was like, right, well. I'm only doing this. And I actually went into kind of fight camp mentality and go, right. I've got one, I've got one crack at this. So I want to bring my best, I want to bring my best to the table. So every time there was a chance to maybe, you know, get a little bit lax on food or lax on sleep or lax on hydration or whatever it was. I was like, no, I, I, I'm, I will know. And you reminded me of this actually, you are like, there's, there's no hiding on stage you know, you will know, you don't want to look at those photos and go, ah, I could have pushed 5% more, 10% more. And I just kept that in the back of my head all the way through the, all the way through the prep. Even when things started, it almost got, it almost got easier as it got harder, if that makes sense. Because I was like, okay, right, this is the, I'm starting to feel it now, but this is what I'm doing it for. You know, and for me, I want the juice to be worth the squeeze. Mm -hmm. You know, I I want it. I don't,
0: I don't want to be getting there thinking I could have done more. And one thing you shared with the guys and it was so powerful and stuck in my mind was I'm not letting the governor go people like influence in your decision. I'm not putting my results in their hands. Yeah. Hawkers like that. That was an incredible point. Yeah. Um
1: I think it's something that I've that I've noticed with myself but also noticed with clients is that you kind of get caught up with people that are around you and start making decisions based on what other people want to do, or, you know, if it, whether it's a social event, whether they, you know, want to, I don't know, chat on the phone, whether they want to go for a couple of drinks with it. And, and I realized, and and that, that was the catalyst really was my prep was that I'm not letting anything, I'm not letting anything, um, derail this. And would it even be worth it? like for me, it was crazy to even consider that Would it be worth me sacrificing this, all this effort that I've put into this, because someone wants to go and do something that they could do any, any weekend, any day of the week, you know, but you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not putting my results in someone else's hands. Um, this is, I want to be, because I'm doing this for me, right. I'm, I'm doing, I want the experience. I want the photos. I want the, I want to be able to look back on it and go, right. This is, that's down to my hard work.
0: I know, like, there's going to be guys listening to this, right, that are procrastinating because they think that they need to go into fuck up mode. They need to go into locked-in mode. And I know that you work with some of most successful men in Jersey and around the world, of, like, millionaires that are running multiple companies that are crazy busy flying everywhere. How do you, because, again, like, for the guys here, like, Mike's got, like, 60-year-olds absolutely ripped, like, absolutely shredded. So, I'm presuming. now I don't know what you do with them, but I'm, I'm presuming you don't do fight cup mode. Because, like, yes, we were in the we were going to the gym the other day, and you said that there was a flip point moment with this client that was a really busy using as pleasure and not necessarily like getting locked in. What is it that like? How do you get these guys who are crazy busy, millions of responsibilities? How do you get like these? How, you don't? Do you give them a fight cup mentality or do you? Is it more like integration? Like what's the, yeah. What's the strategy that you would use?
1: Yeah. It's not really fight camo. mode, at least certainly not at the beginning. And mm-hmm. especially with these kind of successful businessmen, it's getting, it's basically just getting them started mm-hmm. and getting, and, and what I try to establish at the beginning is getting that level of trust, just going like, I need you to trust me with what I'm saying here, because you are going to feel better and you are going to start seeing results. And I said, and what I say to a lot of people is. Once you feel it, you're off to the races then. So you just have to trust me up until that point. But then when you start feeling, when you start feeling the difference in your clothes, when you start feeling the difference in the level of energy, um, when you start feeling the difference in the performance of the gym, you start feeling more clarity when you're working, because that's a big thing, especially for businessmen, like right? start thinking they've got more energy in the office or they're thinking clearer on calls or whatever. That's when, oh, they'll be thinking, oh, I like this. How do I, how do I compound this? How do I do this more? So I'd say the first phase is about having that trust in me or as their coach. And then you can kind of gauge their level when they go, yeah, I, I, this is feeling good now. How do we push this? Mm -hmm. And then just do it. Um, I remember a funny story about, (laughs) so, uh, for anyone listening, when I first started my uh gain and phase with Ben. Uh he introduced me to anabolic cocoa pops. Right. Which has remained my favorite meal I think up until this point, years later. <laughs> Which is uh cocoa pops of whey protein milk. And uh so I Tell did timing as well. The time ta- what straight Yes, yeah, 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 So straight after training. <laughs> uh see <laughs> get that anabolic response and that was that I would That would actually, in hindsight, that would drag me through. If I was really struggling with a session or I really haven't to push myself, it's like, oh, I I need to earn my cocoa pops after this, you know, I'm going to go home. I'm going to enjoy a bowl of cocoa pops. And, uh, so anyway, so I, I, I use that and I think that's, you know, it's a good thing for coaches that can, you know, take, you take what works, right. And you can, you can push it forward. You can pass it forward. So this 60 year old that you're talking about, um. That you mentioned richard he wanted to get shredded and do a photo shoot for his 60th birthday and i said to him right okay we're going you know a lot of people think you have to suffer through a through a cut right to get absolutely shredded and so i was like no, no you're going to have this and we're going to have that and we're going to have the anabolic cocoa pops and so i remember talking to him a few weeks in again are you enjoying your cocoa pops you know thinking like me he'd just be over the moon with it he was like no I was like, "Why not?" He goes, "They're really difficult to drink." <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? They're really difficult to drink. <laughs> so he was making her a fit because I'd put on his meal planner, cocoa pops, yeah. whey protein, milk. He assumed that <laughs> he assumed that was a smoothie. So I was like, "No, sit down, eat that, enjoy your enjoy your cocoa pops." But you know, I don't even know how we got onto that that
0: subject, but we ran with it, and. Does it not, like, eat at you when you see guys like that who are crazy busy, have all the reasons not to train? I mean, you see normal regular guys are an RAIDs so that don't, don't, don't do it, does that but eat it? Oh, absolutely. And I think,
1: you know, when you've got... When I'm training these guys who are really time poor, you know, they might be uh, cash rich or asset rich or whatever, but super time poor. Um, But they are making time for their health, making time for their fitness, making time for making sure their body can function as well as possible. And then guys with a lot more time will still come up with reasons or excuses as to why they can't get in the gym or whatever. And it, yeah, that, that, that can get frustrating. And it's about, it's about priorities at the end of the day, right? What is going to get you? And, and I understand with some young lads, they might not, they might not have maybe experienced any big injuries or aches and pains or low mood, low energy, things like that. But if they
0: stay on like that, it's in the post. Oh, percent. And the, the the thing that I say and you hear me say, I mean, I'll say hammer it. You eat every day for the rest of your life. Yes. You live
1: in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like a, a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because. You're absolutely right. You eat every day for your life, uh, every day of your life. So that's what's going to keep, you know, that's what's going to maintain the vehicle that, that we take through life. Right. But the kind of other side to that is because everyone has eaten up until this point, they've eaten every day of their life. They think they're an expert in eating.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. it's like, when you actually went for where you started the exam what you eat, like, I'm sure you find that like, yesterday you trained for years and stuff, As like, when you actually like start Actually, tracking or starting looking at your eating, you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. I didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah, I didn't realize like 100%. You probably, uh, every conversation, you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing this. Like, Why? Why is that? What made you <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> know, like, okay, But that's even just, that's the part of coaching. It's just getting you to reflect. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm just getting you to sort of reflect on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it's
1: great. You kind of get me to evaluate things I've been doing. And then without, you even saying it, I'm there going, God, I could have, I I, I didn't realize I'm making this mistake or making that yeah. mistake or or neglecting this. Um, and I think going back to my point before, like having the humility and kind of the lack of ego to be able to take that on board and go, okay, right. This is, this is what Ben's pointing out. Or this is what my coach is pointing out. And if I act on this now, I can change my whole trajectory more. Mm-hmm. I can keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm gonna do the same year over again.
0: And someone just killed you said about hiding, right? About like that look on your body wouldn't show that that was one of the things that really sort of stood out for you and really was like it was a driver. I shared this on Tuesday night. Like and it's something I I i I'm currently not tracking, I haven't tracked for a fair amount of time. But one of the things I do every single morning is I look at my body, like for 10-20 seconds, and I actually genuinely look at it and like for me right now, I'm pretty, I'm pretty satisfied. I'm not, don't get me wrong, like there's just so much more that I could do. There's so much more on how I could look and how I can improve. But for me, that's sort of my accountability measure. And I know that like, say for example, if I have overeating, you can see that you're slightly bloated. You can see, and that happens. You can see that you're a little bit softer, but it's like, yes, you don't need a bodybuilding show and tan and all that to think that you're hiding. But a lot of the guys, for me, they don't actually ever sort of set the line because they're so busy and so occupied with everything else that they never take care. They never, they never actually reflect, how am I looking? How am I doing? Not just how you look, but how am I actually treating myself right now?
1: Oh yeah, I think that's, that's massive. And I think a lot of, a lot of guys either don't do that or so they don't do it because they don't have time, don't give them themselves time, or they deliberately don't do it because they, they know that they're they know that their actions aren't reflective, aren't indicative of, of the kind of results that they want. Mm-hmm. so it's like you said, yeah, if you, if you can look at yourself, um, kind of impartially, just go, all right, I'm a little bit bloated and you can, rather than going, oh, it's, it's make excuses for it, go, oh, it's maybe because I went overboard on this or, you know, I, I didn't manage my calories here. Or, I didn't manage my hydration, whatever it is. Being able to do that and being able to go, right, okay how, how can I move forward from this? Like, and it's so important having that, having that level of humility and and just removing those emotions from it. Okay. Right. Um, it's like a step-by-step process. Every action has a reaction, right? And it's just being able to remove the emotion from it. Just go, okay, this reaction, what was the action that led to it? You know, and there's nine times out of 10, there's something there. you go, Oh, I can tighten up on this, or
0: I was a bit careless with that, or, Um, so yeah, I think that's like as bad as the sound, you don't wake up. No, yeah, you just like if you said it's like you behave, you wait a certain result, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: now I want to shift this towards we've talked about how your body looks, but you have a big value that it's not just about your body and how it looks. Like, what's the same ornament? Like, yeah,
1: uh, instrument, not ornament,
0: yeah, okay, so. How have you created that? Because, like, yes, you look good, but you do so many other fakes. Talk a little bit about that.
1: So, um, yeah, I guess over time, I think, like, a lot of young lads, um, when I started, it was all about how I looked or kind of what perception I was giving off. But then when I started getting into more sports and, um, you know, when I started becoming aware of energy and and things like that energy management uh I realized that there there's more to it than just looking like an ornament you know like just looking good you know you can look you can look amazing but if your energy's tanked and your mobility's rubbish and you know and your mood is low then, then what's the point right but so for example for martial arts i need to be i need to be explosive uh but I also need to be very mobile very flexible so i incorporate yoga and stretching into that kind of thing uh i need to have a good gas snack, um, so for energy management and things like that so i'll incorporate you know you got me into running uh which i was against for a very long time but you know whether it's different types of cardio swimming um you know things like that and just having having a yeah you know, over time it's it's more about the function and i find that if you train you know, you train hard, you train smart. Looking good is going to become a byproduct of feeling good. You know, you take care of your body, push your performance. You're ultimately going to, unless you're, you know, really careless in a certain area, you know, you're ultimately going to look at, You know.
0: What were the behaviors? Because, like, will they give the guys context? Like, Mike just literally yesterday sparred with like an ex England boxer. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he done he, Alba Zoe as well. <laughs> like Mike as well. Like we were talking, we we're talking about your next goals. We'll share that at the end, but they like running doing shark tanks, rolling. Like he's been put through the mill for some sessions with me and Tom. So like, like he's literally always ready, but what were the behaviors in regards to just everything diet, nutrition, mindset setup? When you were solely just training to build those arms, and I been always ready. Like,
1: what's the difference? I think uh, the difference now is just having it in the back of my head. Like, how do I want to perform, as as well as how do I want to look? It, like, like I said, it was always, or it was majority about how I look. But now it's, you know, if I'm eating and putting food in my body, it's like, how is this going to affect my performance? Or is this going to benefit me? Or you know. If I'm, yeah, okay, it's great to have, you know, big arms or to be ripped or whatever, but if I, am you know, if I went into the sparring yesterday and I hadn't taken care of those other things, you know, I hadn't taken care of my gas tank, and hadn't taken care of my nutrition, my hydration, things like that, I had to, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, get my greens in with my Hulk shake, which is something I like to do, yeah. you know, blend up all my veggies and make sure i got my micronutrients in, but, you know, it sounds funny, it sounds extreme, but, that's how I'm making sure that I'm healthy so I can go in there and not only perform, you know, like if I'd have gone in there just as a big ball of muscle, I'd have lasted about 10 seconds and then Kieran would have, you know, just had his way with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, you're more susceptible to injury or things like that, so you might look good, but if 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 you're not functioning well, it's, it's going to limit you so much. So I want to be able to jump in the gym with with monsters like you and tom you know and 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 keep up on and be able to get on the jiu-jitsu mats to jump in a boxing ring or go for a run or whatever it is do yoga um so that's 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 my goal is that and and you've helped me with that is is kind of creating that hybrid athlete that's not you know look good but also function real
0: good so like even before this or that we were you're like, again, he's doing all this while he's traveling. Like this week, you're going to be, you're in Dubai. You're going to be in Jersey. You're going to be in Florida. You've just been in Spain. But like, we were talking about your sleep. So it's like, you've looked at all your inputs from a food perspective with the whole shape with your nutrition, a training perspective. You've looked at all the inputs from a performance perspective, from an energy perspective. So you would say that's probably the biggest thing. Like, is that the difference? Yes. Yeah, just the inputs, like right energy and performance. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's just going, right. Okay. What am I doing to ensure that this, that that my performance is, is going to be where I want it to be and, and, and the inputs and like, like we were talking about on sleep and and little tweaks on how to make sure that recovery is optimized. Um, nutrition, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Just guarding those inputs. Can you do both at the same time?
0: Because I know that you've got hundreds of people like into white collar fights that literally not trained maybe in a few years or your clients, you've got them doing ridiculous things. Can you do both at the same time? Can you, can you look for your, say for example, you feel like you've got 20, 30 pounds overweight and you have, you're under muscled and you haven't necessarily trained regularly for one. Can you achieve both from the same time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, again, it's about, you just said it there, it's about managing your inputs, just going, right. Okay. What, what is the goal? How, what is it ultimately that we want to get to? So whether it's prepping someone for a fight or for an athletic competition or whatever, the principles are still the same. The principles of improvement right, is making sure that the variables are on point. Variables that get you to top level performance are also going to get you to a top level body, Mm. right? You have to neglect something somewhere Mm. to, to neglect something somewhere right so if your if your body's going to fall behind how it looks is going to fall behind there's something being neglected a lot of people don't want to don't want to accept that you know there's there might be people who are really into running or people who are really into martial arts or whatever it is that uh that don't want to hear that you know they're they're not in the best condition because of uh a fallback somewhere but Again, that comes down to that humility of being out to go okay. Can I address everything, and uh, not just my favorite things, but everything across the board that leads to that performance and aesthetic um, result? Just go, am I giving And I got this from you, like how how would you score your your performance and your adherence on each of those areas? And if you can honestly say that it's a nine or a ten out of ten everywhere. You're going to look good and you're going to function good, but you also have to have that humility to go, actually, you know, most things are a nine, but this was actually a six or this was a five and then no one else needs to know. You, you just, you just got to pull that area up and that's your responsibility.
0: One of the things that helped me is cause I, like I used to be way better. I used to solely focus on just muscle building and again, cause I'd been so under muscled and. I'd not really like how my body looked i had trained and that was my sole focus like if i had a good day or a bad day it was down to like how I, had, how I trained which is don't get me wrong it was great at the time i was so locked in so focused but didn't really like my relationships got affected my work got affected it wasn't the main thing but i know what helps me is i think of how would i perform myself if i was to meet myself for years time from now how would I perform myself across the board so it's like yes I want to look better but it's also well would I be stronger would I be fitter would I be a better better man would I be a better leader would I be a better boyfriend a better brother and that that's something I think about like that gets me that that's the I suppose for me that's the sh- that's from a mindset perspective that's the shift Then, solely is my weight going to be down tomorrow or is my or uh, uh, are my lifts going to be up it's 100% still in there but it's just more holistic and that's the thing that allows for me to get just that, buckle locked in and just going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything like that for you? Like, cause hundred percent. What's the different? Like, cause you you're striving now in all areas, but when you were bodybuilding, you're probably striving, or when you're early twenties or whatever, you're probably striving solely body. Like, what was the mindset that is
1: different now? I think, like you said, it's it's about um, understanding what the goal is and understanding what the the. What you ultimately want, kind of performance-wise, um, how to, how you feel, how you turn up. I think that's a great point. Like you want to turn up as the best colleague, the best teammate, the best son, the best partner. Um, how can you ensure that? And that's something that you help me with. it's going right. Like, okay, it's not it's not all about volume. Mm. So I was stuck in that mindset. Like a lot of guys will be like, if I want to get better at jujitsu, I have to do every single jujitsu session. If I want to get bigger, I have to be in the gym all the time. Mm. If I, um, if I want to shred off body fat, I have to be doing 25,000 steps a day. And, and we chatted recently about, okay, how are we going to hit these new performance goals? You know, you still want to hit the jujitsu goals, right? So when are we going to be most, what, what, what's going to get the biggest bang for the buck? Is it, you know? is probably not doing six jiu jiu-jitsu sessions a week is picking the three that are gonna get you the best results that you're gonna perform the best at um same with you know being smart with the weights being smart with the running you know and I think that's a big thing for me is is going right okay establishing the goal and just going right what is gonna push me towards that and what could potentially hinder it by by doing too much and and kind of not not managing managing workloads and managing expectation. Doing less but better. Exactly. Yeah, work smarter, not harder.
0: And like, for managing like strain over the years, it's definitely, I think as well, you have to be dynamic. We've had to be dynamic. Yeah, we would say, look, I've got I I've got a competition and uh, X went a weeks or I've got this or I put that and it's also like setting a plan in place but then allowing for it to slightly shift like mm. every few weeks or if you're busted, sometimes you say, oh, I can't do that like session but it's being okay with that and not accepting that as failure. It's just being dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that uh,
1: you know I, I, you know I put a lot on your plate. Sometimes funny story that our friend Tom overheard me and Ben talking about my goals, and he said it was like I was reading out a Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas list, to You know, I want to do the jiu jitsu and the MMA and the, and a handstand and the running is am like that. Did you not ever say that yeah and he says you look like you are reading out a Christmas list to Santa? You know. So like how are we gonna get the big legs but you know, with the mobility and with the performance and stuff like that. But but I think that's that's where having a great coach in your corner is like, Okay, right, this is what we're gonna get to. Let's let's work smart on this.
0: Full disclosure too, like those goals that we set over the last few years, we haven't hit them in the time frame we've wanted, but we hit them overall. Yes. So it's like, sometimes you might set out and it might be like, right. Well, i want one of the X, Y, and Z, but we've had to maybe put it back on something. So there has been times throughout like this where you pushed a little bit more BJJ, but we maybe put it back on mm. the body aspect, then yeah. I think that that, that that needs to, that's missed. Obviously, yes. people are trying to chase that sort of overall performance of the hundred body.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. It's understanding um, that, okay, if one, if something might take a little bit of precedence, you know, over time. It's kind of, well, that's okay because you're going to push up to another level on, for example, for me with the BJJ. All right. So the, I can't remember the goal at the time, but that can just, you know, we didn't push that back a couple of months. I think it was the half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Push that back. It's still there. It's still in the post, but you know, you're going to get to your BJJ goal and then we can really kind of lock into the, Heed. you know, to the speed aspect. I think having that and being able to manage that, being able to pivot Yeah, again, that accountability is so important,
0: and I think one of the biggest things too is, is like there's been periods where work and I've said, Look, just put it back or travel, just do this. And it's like, How can we get the minimum to progress during this time rather than going completely off? Yeah, and it's like having faith and confidence that we're moving forward, but it's not like on a crazy level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I want to finish off with two. I know we could talk for art in the I'm loving this. I want to finish off with two questions, right. So what is next for Mike? What's the next goal? What's the next? Give the guys a little bit of an insight to what's next for your, your next level now.
1: So my next level, we're, we're pushing the kind of uh, instrument, not ornament idea. Um, I want to get to a point where uh, I'm at competition level for martial arts, but um, also getting super strong in the gym. Uh, we've got a, a, a numbers target that we want to hit. Um by the end of the summer.
0: Tell tell so, yeah. tell tell like, give us <laughs> so <money we> got... <laughs> it's all the new guys. Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, <laughs> putting it out there into the universe. <laughs> yeah. So five hundred kilo total over the three lifts. Um under eighty kilos. Um want to do three uh three five minute rounds back to back BJJ with a fresh black belt every round. Uh, three, three minutes uh, with MMA fighters back to back every round and get, um, oh, you'll have to remind me of 5K under 125 minutes. yeah same day. Yeah. Oh, and hands down and splits. So not very much at all. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, they're, they're kind of goals that really... That's the importance of, of chatting three goals and, and finding something that kind of lights a fire on you because those, even though they might sound daunting and they are, I'm going to have to push myself hard. I can't wait to get my teeth into all of those goals because they're all things that I want and, and I know that I can achieve, you know, with the right approach.
0: And to tell like the listener, we've just broken down like his sort of aspects that he wants of so BJJ muscle, muscle and uh, strength and fitness and mobility and then we just um, put a metric on it. So, mm-hmm. and put a challenge on it, just so they can see the thinking. But next question, I want to ask you: Right, you've been training years on years, right? If you'd achieve everything that you've achieved, all the the physique, the body, ever, all of your overall development in half the amount of time, how would you do it? Great
1: question. I would have I would have reached out sooner uh, for help. that that was the biggest thing that was one of the things that that's um that kind of held me back for a long time and then just think about forget about your support system just okay I'll just make you do so what would I do different I would uh focus on the goal so goal setting um and and just really be reflective on am I am I pushing towards the goal that I want you know day on day week on week um Tracking data is sounds so simple, but is so so important. Um, yeah. If we don't measure it, we can't manage it. And I did it. I kind of winged it for so long. And I think you know, just tracking whether it's whether it's nutrition, whether it's recovery, whether it's performance, progressive overload, whatever it is, is it's tracking, knowing that data, knowing your numbers, just going right. Okay, am I? Is my tra- trajectory going in the right place? Um, would there be anything different from mindset specifically? Mindset, I think. Yeah, I think, forgetting, worrying less about what other people think and focusing more on what I want to do and why I want to do it, rather than you know what people are doing on social media or what people are doing in in my immediate environment or things like that. Okay, what is it that I want to achieve? Why do I want to achieve it? And
0: then. And then setting up those kind of, setting up my environment that way. For the listener, you'll hear me ask this question. It's going to be a staple question for all the episodes. But well, one of the things I've noticed from asking people that is that there's just so much more squeeze. They would squeeze themselves to push themselves more. They would squeeze themselves to focus on them, not other people. They would squeeze themselves to, like, one thing I think about when I think about, right, getting into this sort of shape is like I would have not told myself oh you can make this flexible, well I would have pushed a little bit harder mm. and I say that because I see and you know what Mike I always talk about it like there's so many guys listening to this are being passive and we all can be passive or we just let things coast by but there's so much more that just really pulls potential out of you so I really want you to think about it. like right we're currently in May going into the end of the year like what needs to happen for you to leave this year sounds the best year of my life you can just think about that. That and just fucking gets you going and gets you really like pouring your ability into your days, pouring your ability into your task and your work and your training into you. So it's like I really hope that over the series of these episodes that you take that from each in- each individual and you apply that. Like you apply that urgency, you apply that effort and you really just commit and mm. go for it. Yeah. So Mike, so I went off on there. Any last, uh, any last piece of advice that you'd like to give down to the listeners? I just anything to leave with or share or. I think just, uh, just like we've talked
1: about is, is make your goals your own and then, and then just go after it. Like you said, with that mentality, just going, okay, right. Have I giving everything into this, you know, and have that last two, right well, I, say this a lot is have that last two reps mentality, you know, when you, you, you can finish a set and you think, okay, am I re- am I really ready to finish or have I got two left? You mm-hmm. know, and you can, you can, uh, transfer for that to your, to your nutrition, to your sleep, to your mobility work, to whatever. Like, have I really, have I really pushed myself here? Have I, have I got a couple left in the tank? Yeah, and and just be super like honest with yourself about that. And then that
0: little kind of mindset shift to really push you forwards. So, and where can the guys see more about your journey, what you're up to, your next venture, it's called life. Like where can <laughs> the guys follow along your journey? So uh I'm most active on uh on Instagram,
1: so Michael Canyas M C. Um I yeah, I'll be documenting everything on there. Um, that's probably on on Facebook as well, but probably mostly on Instagram. and yeah, and then obviously in the level up Academy as well. um yeah,
0: guys, like I could have went down so many things like with my, there's so many amazing moments like I'll put the BBC thing because I'll divide so many different aspects, uh, but we'll definitely need to shoot a two. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, this is big, so it was but guys hope that you got a lot from this i would love for you to share this on your socials i would love it it would mean the absolute world it helps us get our name out there helps us get the podcast out there give mike follow follow along on his journey and everything that he's achieving and as well if there's any questions like i say guys every single day i go into my inbox if there's any questions i'll get back to you as soon as i can